Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Hi, Shaz Nawaz here, the Profits Wizard. In this video, I'm going to share with you five numbers you should and must be tracking as a business owner. And apart from the first one, the other four are not on your accounts, on your balance sheet, on your profit and loss account. These are numbers you should be measuring outside your accounts because they're not going to appear on your accounts. So the first one and the really obvious one is your margins. So start off with your gross margin. This is extremely important because it shows you how much profit you're making gross after your cost of sales. And a lot of businesses don't track this number, let alone the other four I'm going to share with you. And I think it's extremely important that you do. So it's a quick example. Let's say you're selling cakes uh, and the cost of buying the cakes, plus if you're doing deliveries, the cost of deliveries, if you've got your own cars, petrol, fuel, all that stuff, all of that is a cost of sale because it's a variable cost depending on how much you sell. So you work at your turnover, take away all those direct costs, that gives you your gross profit margin and then you, you ought to be thinking about, okay, let me benchmark these numbers against other businesses in my sector both regionally and nationally and look at where your margins are and think about how you can improve and increase those margins alongside that depending on the types of cakes you're selling you might find certain cakes make more, more margin than others so then you should uh, look at vertically look at the different types of products you've got and look at the margins you make on each of those products and then you ought to be thinking about okay how can we sell more of the ones that we're making a higher margin on and B, the ones that we're making a lower margin on, how can we increase the margin of those? And if you increase your gross profit margin, your net profit margin is going to go through the roof because all the other costs below generally are general overhead like rent, rates, repairs, maintenance, all the other kind of costs you've got in your office, then most of them are fixed. They're not going to go up. So when your gross margin goes up, most of that is translated down to your net profit. Number one. Second is cost per lead. A lot of businesses, especially small businesses, don't track this whatsoever. And this is a very important number. So it's for you to work out how much it costs you to generate a lead. An example, you do a certain form of advertising, let's just call it Facebook advertising, and you spend £10,000 and you get 10 leads from that. Uh, that means every single lead has cost you a thousand pounds. You ought to know what that number is uh, so that you can then work out how much it's costing you to acquire and win a customer. Link with that, uh, you then work out how much it costs you to actually acquire a customer. So it costs you a thousand pounds to get them from Facebook, then all of your sales uh, workflow or your uh, sales uh, pipeline in terms of the steps and the actions that you take, work out how much it costs you to convert them from a lead to a customer. That will then uh, show you what the cost of each lead and customer is. That's extremely important for two reasons. One, you can then work out how much can you afford to spend on, a, on getting a lead 
and on getting uh, a uh, customer and secondly you can work out what a customer is worth to you and that's the third uh, number you should be tracking this is the lifetime value of a customer so we'll stick to our example of a thousand pounds to get a lead let's say another 1500 uh, 500 pounds to win that lead as a customer so it costs you 1500 pounds to get a customer now we work out okay uh, how much is a customer worth to us and you say in your business a, a customer uh, is worth a thousand pounds a year to you so it's not worth spending a thousand pounds to uh, sorry it's not worth spending 1500 pounds to get a customer worth a thousand pounds but then you say it's a thousand pounds per year and they stay with you for five years so now the lifetime value which is your third metric is five thousand pounds and you're spending 1500 pounds to get the customer is that worth it well, it depends on your other uh, cost associated with servicing that customer to get the £5,000 uh, sales over five years. But generally speaking, it's going to be worth it because you're going to then extend the conversation further and say, all right, I get £5,000 from this person. How can I extend the, the lifetime value from five years to six years to seven years to eight years longer? Secondly, how can I increase my prices uh, throughout those five, seven, eight years? So the, the person or the customer is worth a lot more. How can I now cross-sell other services? So if they're, if they're buying one thing, what other things do we sell that they can buy? Okay, so to increase uh, the value even further. And then on top of that, how can we now get referrals from them? So, they, so, so we get even more customers like them, especially if they're good customers, to enhance the value even more. So now you can see how the second one, cost per lead and the lifetime value interconnect and then the fourth one is looking at every single item that you sell and then working out the net gross profit net profit margin on those and then working out which one of those you can afford to sell at a cheaper price in order to get a customer to then sell the more expensive stuff to them so i'll give you an example i was working with a cash and carry turning over quite a few million pounds. We worked out certain staple products that his customers were buying. Uh, he was supplying restaurants and takeaways. So stuff like oil, uh, rice, flour, they were buying. So we worked out if we can sell those at a very competitive rate, those uh, takeaways and restaurants will come to buy the goods from him. Then what we do is say, okay, what other products do they buy that, that they need, but they're not buying from us, which are higher margin. So I'll just I'll give you an example. So let, let's say pizza boxes, let's say cleaning equipment, let's say uh, drinks and beverages. Um, again, I'm just making up the example here. Uh, those are, let's say, higher margin. So even though the lower margin ones uh, aren't making that much profit, when you add in the higher margin stuff, the uh, margins per customer go up. So that's the, the fourth one. And the fifth one uh, is working out the average value of a uh, customer per year. So like I said to you, a thousand pounds and then uh, per customer per year and then over five years it would be five thousand. Here you ought to be thinking about if a customer, if, if you want a customer and we're spending a thousand pounds on Facebook to get, to, to get a lead, five hundred pounds to convert them, what do we want the average uh, value of that customer to be per year so, so now you're working backwards you're reverse engineering you might say two thousand pounds 
then you look at all your different types of marketing and say the best uh, customers who come to our market or to, to who buy from us are the ones who we signed up through uh, some trade association or through a trade fair or through networking or through Facebook, LinkedIn, other forms of social media, direct mail, TV, radio, wherever. So that's where we get our uh, best uh, customer from. So let's now focus on that and see how we can increase the average value of customers. So the, the four and five numbers I've shared with you, gross margins, which you can get from your accounts, cost per lead, lifetime value of customer, profit per different item, items that you're selling, and the average value of uh, your customer. If you track those five numbers, what you're gonna see is after a while, not only are you gonna have good data, but your profits will start going up and it's gonna be a worthwhile exercise. Hope you find this video useful. Bye. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.